Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Previously on the Story Pirates podcast... Okay, Story Pirates, after spending a year doing a podcast on the high seas and then another year flying around the sky using Viking magic, I, Nimini, on behalf of the agency to chart and observe outer space, otherwise known as Etchus, Bless you. Do hereby commandeer this ship, the Tidal Wave, so that we can take Lufa, an alien shaped like a Lufa, back to her home planet. Now, let's blast off into space! Bless you. Peter, in what world? Lee, prepare the engines. Got it. Megan, verify communication systems. Okay. Rachel, program the launch coordinates. Absolutely. Peter, inspect the landing gear. Yes, boss. Uh, why is everyone just standing around? Where are the engines? What communication systems? We're going where? Landing who what? Oh, you all know nothing about space travel, do you? Nope. Absolutely <laughs> no, 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 Yes. Well, don't worry. I can teach you. I think it's time for a training montage. Yeah! yeah! Bless you. Peter, what? I said bless you. It doesn't make sense. There's no, not even an at two. Oh, bless you. <laughs> other people just write for yourself just go for the imagination this is weird like why won't this elevator open sheep get out of here we're trying to finish a story 
Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy and song. All right, Story Pirates, time to train. We'll start by lifting weights. Oh, strength is so important. Also, we should probably talk about the whole zero gravity thing. Going to the bathroom will be a bit tricky. Uh, Nimini, we will definitely do all of those things, but how about we do a story first? Oh, okay. Okay, listeners, this first song is about a bear with a dream. And that dream is to learn to disco dance. Here's the author to introduce it. Hello, my name is Taylor and I'm seven years old. I live in Rhode Island and this is my story, The Bear That Couldn't Disco. Could disco like the other I wish I could disco like the others. I wish I could disco like the others. I wish I could disco. And the moon listened and glistening said, Brantin, I hear your prayer. Go on, run home now. You can disco like the other bears. Brantin went. Home and ran into his mom. Hi, mom. My baby. His mom said, Don't forget the disco contest is tonight. Tonight, tonight. So Brenton went down to the contest and he stepped right up onto the disco floor. Yeah, Brenton. 
bears can disco maybe i can disco take a breath there's only one thing now to do Embarrassing. All right, all right, story pirates. I think it's time we start your training. Nimini, can't we just talk about the story for a little longer? I'm so tired. We don't have time to be tired. We have to go now so Lufa can get home. She's right. Time is of the essence. I'm excited to start training. Personally, I have a feeling I'll be good at it. Great. Here, hold this. Whoa, that's heavy. Is that the weight we have to lift? What is that? Like, 100 pounds? No, that's the training manual. Oh boy. Don't worry, everyone. We'll start small. And your training begins now. Done. You're trained. <sighs> <sighs> Wow, I'm exhausted. I can't believe four weeks have gone by. You know, time flies when you're montaging. I wish I could have montaged my 20s, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't have wasted so much time working for a magician. <laughs> all right, the results are in from all of your tests that I ran to see if you're ready to go to space. As long as everyone passed, I think we can leave right away. Okay, let's see. <gasps> Oh no, oh no, oh no! Please stop saying oh no like that and just tell us what we oh no Peter, you failed the medical exam! Oh no! Your body is almost 90% potato chips. I've never seen scans like this before. Uh, I love chips. And Lee, you seem to have failed the psychological exam. You mean I'm not a psychic? But I can see the future! No, Lee, that's not what psychological means. I knew you were gonna say that. And Megan, you failed the physical exam. Impossible! I did the single ladies choreography with perfect precision. But that had nothing to do with the test. You failed to even complete the assignment. Oh, what can I say? I'm doing my own little thing. Oh. And Rachel, you failed the flight simulation? Was it also for a funny reason? No, you're just really bad at flying a spaceship, it turns out. Okay, that stings. 
And Siegfried and Rolo, you spun around in a Gravitron and you both barfed. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I ate too much soup. And I find that sometimes in battle, the most powerful thing you can do is barf. <sighs> well, this is all bad news. Okay, but not to worry, not to worry. We just have to train more. Ready? Montage, montage, montage! No! No, no, no! I can't train anymore! I don't have it in me! I have to barf just thinking about it! Nimini, I'm really sorry, but I think we're just not fit to go into space. We're Earthlings. We're meant to stay on Earth. Or, you know, in the sky near the Earth. You're gonna have to find a new ship. Because we quit! <gasps> Gasp. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Mm-hmm. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. And get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply.
You're gonna have to find a new ship because we quit. What? It's too scary out there. And it'll take us months to get ready. I trained for six months just to audition for the role of an astronaut. You know, I trained for so long, I missed the audition. In that case, I now see that I should have trained for less time. The point is, you need to find another ship and another crew because we're out. Lufa, wait. Oh, look what you've done. Can't Lufa just live here on Earth? No. Why not? Because Lufa was here on a mission. And if she doesn't get back, there will be huge consequences. What was Lufa's mission? It's a lot to explain. Let me put on some inspiration music. Lufa comes from the great planet Lufa, which is shaped like a giant Lufa. Cool. Lufa the planet serves as a sort of library for the universe, a place where information is sought and then stored. Little Lufas, like our Lufa, are sent to other planets to collect that information and bring it back so it can be archived. But they don't just collect history texts. They collect feelings and emotions, thoughts, memories. Lufa has been on Earth for years now recording the human experience. And now, Lufa needs to go home to upload that information so future generations can look back and remember. Whoa! Well, so can Planet Lufa just send a different Lufa? No, this Lufa is the only Lufa who can receive and send messages from planet Earth. So you're saying that Lufa is a storyteller, but the story is us? Yes, that's a good way to put it. Thank you. I'm a bit of a storyteller myself. We all are. We have to get Lufa home so people can remember us. Everything about us. Even the decade I spent as a magician's rabbit handler. I'm ready to do another montage. As am I. As are we. <laughs> Thank you, Story Pirates. Let's go. You all passed your tests! We're ready to go to space! Yay! Right now! Now? Yes, now! We can't waste any more time! Let's go! Wait, wait, wait. Can we just say goodbye to Earth real quick? Of course. Goodbye, Earth, goodbye. Goodbye, Earth, goodbye. Goodbye, Earth, goodbye, Earth, goodbye, Earth, goodbye. Come on, everyone, sing with us. Goodbye, Earth, 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 goodbye. And hello, space! Lee, prepare the engines. Got it! Megan, verify communication systems. Okay! Rachel, program the launch coordinates. Absolutely! Peter, inspect the landing gear. Yes, boss. Let's begin a countdown. Wait, 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 wait! 
Let's save the countdown for next episode. Woo, I love a two-parter. And in the meantime, let's do another story. Hey, listeners, have you ever had to wait so long for something that you just couldn't stand it? And have you ever waited so long that by the time you're done waiting, you feel like a totally different person? If so, I think you're going to relate to this next story. Here's the author to introduce it. My name is Sam. I'm eight years old, and I live in California. This is my story. It's called The Slowest Elevator in the World. Willa, come on. I think this is the right address. I'm coming. Hurry up. You don't want to be late for your first day of art class. Mom, it's going to be fine. If you're not 10 minutes early, then you might as well be 10 minutes late. That's what I say. That doesn't even make sense. I think this is the right elevator. Nope. That was fast. After you, Willa. Oh, hello. Oh, excuse me, sir. I didn't see you in there. Let me get out of your way. Thank you. Uh, before you go, do you know if this is the right elevator to the art studio upstairs? Oh, it certainly goes to the art studio, but I should warn you, it's pretty slow. I think we can handle a slow elevator. Thank you. All right, but remember, you've been warned. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, something in my throat. What I meant to say was... You've been warned. Have a great day. I'm gonna go fishing. I'm gonna that was weird. Artists, am I right? Come on, get in. Ground floor, going up. Wow, fancy. Doors closing. What floor, please? Voice activated, very cool. Art studio, please. Art studio, going up. All right, I think we're going to make it on time. So, Willa, what part of art class are you excited about? I'm excited for this elevator to hurry up. Patience, Willa. We will be there in no time. 30 minutes later. Mom, this is taking forever. Why isn't this elevator working? I don't know, Willa. Is it even moving? Going up. Yes, it's moving, just very, very slowly. I'm starving. Ella, relax. Here, I have an apple in my purse. I've got no cell service. This is torture. Keep it together. We'll get through this. Just be patient. It can't possibly be much longer. Three years later. Hey, Mom. Oh, Willa, where have you been? Literally right next to you in this elevator for the past three years. Ah. Uh, Right. What's up? Well, this morning, when I was tending to the apple tree, you know, the one that we planted in the corner of the elevator from the seeds of that apple you had in your purse all those years ago? How could I forget? Well, as I was gathering apples, I remembered that the art class we're going to only goes up to 10 years old. Yes, so? Well, I'm 10 years old today. Oh, my gosh, I totally forgot it was your birthday. Happy birthday, Willa. Um, I got you this. An apple! Thanks, Mom. I just hope we get to the art class before I turn 11. <laughs> Come now, Willa. There's no way we'll still be in this elevator in another year. Going up. Ten years later. Hello? Oh, Willa, it's you. I'm so glad you could join me for dinner here in my little bungalow on the east side. Of the elevator. Of course. I brought some apple cider and a pie. Mmm, smells great. What kind of pie is it? Apple. Yum! Also, I want you to meet someone very special. Hello, Mrs. Green. It's such an honor to finally meet you. Oh, 
My goodness, is my little girl bringing a boy home? Mom, I'm 20 years old. Oh, tell me, where did you two meet? Oh, uh, over there. <laughs> I was in the elevator when you got on, but you seemed pretty occupied, so I didn't want to bother you. Mom, we have some big news. Brent and I are getting married! My baby girl is getting married? Oh! Oh, we have to start planning. The first step is nailing down a venue. Have you started looking? Mom, relax. I think we have plenty of time. Going up. 90 years later. Citizens, today is not a victory just for me, but for all the peoples of the Elevator. Whether you hail from Old Orchard, yeah! or the Grand Door, yeah! or that one corner that smells weird. Yay! Let us go forth together into a new era of prosperity. Yeah! I couldn't have done it without you. Fourth floor, doors opening. What? Look, the door! It's open! Mother, what should we do? Let's go before the doors close. Doors closing. Quick, Willa, <laughs> Should we have left them? Look, here's the door to the art class. Hi, welcome to art school. Hi, I'm Willa. I'm here for my art class. Sorry, guys, this is for 10 years old and below. But we paid for it. I have the receipt. Sorry, but you paid for it 103 years ago. Oh, shoot. Well, thanks anyways. I guess we better get back into the elevator. Wait, Mom. Yes? I think we should take the stairs. <laughs> no, but seriously, let's take the stairs. All right, let's go. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hey, Sam, it's Lee from the Story Pirates. What's going on? Right now, I think we're eating breakfast. What did you have? Toast with avocado. Ugh, delicious avocado toast. You live in California, right? Yeah. I can practically literally shake a tree and avocados would fall on me. What a dream. Sam, you wrote the story, The Slowest Elevator in the World. Yeah. What inspired you? Okay, so one day when I was going to my drama class, I pressed the button to the elevator, and we literally had to wait 30 minutes before the doors would open, and then it took us forever to get up. But why did it take so long? I don't know. I think the elevator was run by a sloth or something. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like slowly pressing the button and then slowly pulling up the lever. It's so frustrating. Like, why won't this elevator open? So, Sam, are you a patient person? Well, I can be patient if I want to be patient, but other than that, no. And what makes you want to be patient? Like if I know I'm really going to get a darn good prize for doing it. <laughs> Sam, I have a question for you. There's this old test where they would sit you down and they would put a marshmallow in front of you. And they would say, you can either eat this marshmallow right now or you can wait 
and have two marshmallows, which one would you pick? Uh, yeah, I've actually already taken this test and I did the two marshmallows because it's worth more. You were able to wait? Yeah. What if you had to wait 10 minutes for the two marshmallows? Would you still wait? Yeah, pretty much. What about an hour? I don't think so. <laughs> I got more stuff to do. Where's the line for you? 25 minutes. Okay, so 25 minutes or less, you would wait for two marshmallows over 25 minutes. It's just not worth it. Yeah. I mean, marshmallows aren't that good either. They're fine. Like, you need to put the marshmallows with something for them to be good. Exactly. Even if you put the whipped cream on the marshmallows, I would say, okay. Okay, we're in business. Because I love whipped cream. (laughs) Sam, in your story, the main characters are in the elevator for 103 years, right? Yeah. So how do you think the world has changed or will change in 103 years? By then, there's probably going to be electric cars and people are sitting in the back seats in pools. Pools in a car? Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. People are crazy. Any other changes you think will happen in 103 years? There better be. It sounds like you're impatient for the world to change. Yeah. I'm just like, some people have an eight-year-old kid that wants technology to step up a level a little bit. What technology are you impatient for it to get better? Well, like when you're waiting in a place with not very good Wi-Fi and you're trying to type in the Wi-Fi password, it's like loading for a literal 30 minutes. Ugh. You're like, I might as well have waited for an elevator during this time. It's taking so long. Yeah. Okay, so Sam, before we go, you say that you're the kind of person that will wait for two marshmallows instead of one. But a lot of people, that's really hard for them. What do you do to be patient, to wait for that second marshmallow? Um, Sometimes I just go into my room and start reading, and that helps. So if you're feeling impatient, it's good to occupy yourself with something else. Yeah, to like take your mind off of the marshmallow. So actually, it'll be just like being at home for 10 minutes. It's like a funny, like weird trick you can play on your own mind. Yeah. Huh. Isn't it funny how time can expand or contract based on what's happening? Well, it's just because when you're having fun, time goes like that. When you're not having fun, time moves very slowly. Hmm. So it's about having fun or keeping your brain engaged. Yeah, they're like babies that always want to be nursed or have attention. They are, right? Except the brains are the exact same age as you. Yeah. It's like we're living with a baby that's the same age as we are, and the baby's inside our head. Yeah, that's a little creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess when I put it that way, it is. Yeah. Sam, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and thanks for joining us for Season 3. We have some really exciting episodes for you and so many incredible stories written by kids. Special thanks to today's authors, Taylor and Sam. Before we go, here's today's Story Spark. Kids, in celebration of season three of the Story Pirates podcast, write us a story about the number three. They say that three is a magic number. And if you look around the world, you'll see lots of threes, like triangles or three-ring circuses or even the three primary colors. And there are a lot of stories with the number three in them, like Three Little Pigs, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and The Three Musketeers, to name just three. And 
all of those stories have three parts. The beginning, the middle, and the end. That's the sound of your mind being blown. So, kids, write us a brand new story from your imagination that somehow includes the number three. Remember, stories can be as short or as long as you want, and about anything at all, as long as they are in kids' own words and totally original. As always, grown-ups can send in stories to storypirates.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive producers Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, M.R. Daniel, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky, and our staff writer is Mike Cavallon. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Alex Brightman. Today's episode features performances by Andrew Barbado, Chris De La Cruz, Sasha Diamond, Eric Gerson, Lauren Glover, Tara Halpern, Quinton Johnson, Nick Canellis, April Laval, Anna Marr, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Julia Schroeder, Kuhu Verma, Jamie Watson, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The Bear Who Couldn't Disco was written and produced by Eric Gerson with vocal arrangement by Eric Gerson and Jack Mitchell, additional production by Brendan O'Grady and vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. Goodbye Earth was written by Rachel Winitsky and arranged and produced by Eric Gerson. Ship's log. Well, it looks like we're finally going to space. Log, I know we did a lot of training in today's episode, but I still don't feel ready. I mean, there are so many things that people generally do in space that I haven't practiced yet. Like, like astronaut ice cream. I've barely eaten all of it that we have on hand. In slow motion walking, you know how like in movies about space, there's always a group of astronauts that are like slow motion walking in a really cool way. And they're like helmet is like on their hip and they're like they look awesome because they're going into the great beyond. And like, who knows what will happen? Will they come back to see Liv Tyler? We don't know. I want to be able to slow motion walk like that. But I'm afraid that I'm going to look silly. You know what? I'm smart. I'm talented. I can slow motion walk too. I'll just put in a little practice, right? Everybody needs to practice a little bit. Okay, let me just see if I can find some cool music to slow motion walk to. Okay, and play. Oh, this is perfect. Wow. I'm gonna look really cool. Here we go, slow motion walk. And step, step, step. Wow, I can tell I already look cool, but not sure this is slow enough. Let's slow it down and step, step. Wow, the slower I get, the cooler I look. Okay, even slower. Step, step. Wow, this requires a lot of core strength. 
Step. Of which I have none. Step. I'm getting so slow. Wow. I'm thirsty. Let's try to drink this water. Oh, ah, spilled it all over me. Ugh. I need to teach that water to do slow-mo.